You're listening to The Scrimmage with Daniel Hargrove and Justin Domashevitz. Oh, say can you see by the dawn's early light what so proudly we hail at the twilight's last gleaming whose broad stripes and bright stars through the perilous fight or the ramparts we watched were so gallantly streaming and the rockets reckless the bombs bursting in gave proof to the night that our flag was still there Star-spangled banner yet wave O'er the land of the free And the home of the brave Play ball, everybody. Play ball. Play ball. All right. I really didn't think we were going to do the whole thing. Ryan Watkins says, thank God you guys have day jobs. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You can't start singing the national anthem and, and then stop. That's, that's a good bad point. form. That is bad form. And also, I really wanted to do it. So. <laughs> that was Justin's love baby. It. Yes, it was. I wasn't going to, though. I didn't think you were unless you had some encouragement. Yeah. So I decided Appreciate to appreciate it. I thought it was a little nudge. disrespectful that you didn't stand. Uh, oh, I yeah. But, yeah. but also, I know that you were nervous about the words. Uh, you <laughs> saw that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. I didn't want to be that person, and you saw the pause. Yeah, I apologize. Yeah. Well, we're back, and I had my hat on. Oh, I'm the worst. We're you back. You really are. Daniel hates America. Hey, that's, that's... Daniel Hargrove. I'm Justin Damashevitz, our trusty producer Andrew Gross, also here with us. And uh, this is the scrimmage. Yes, it is. This is the Northwest <laughs> sports version. We're going to talk a little bit of Seahawks and a little bit of college football. Probably won't last long. Not too long. <laughs> no, it's going to be pretty short. And then we're going to have a little break so yep. Daniel can pee. Yep. And then we're going to talk about <laughs> local sports. There's a lot of stuff that's happened. We haven't had a show in a few weeks, and yes. so we have a lot of things to talk about. Yep. But first, let's get it going with the two-minute drill. Boom. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Hello. Got to hurry, got to hurry, got to hurry. Hey, two-minute. Gun duel right, gun duel right. Three jet Buckeye, don't worry. Three. The two minute drill starts now. Despite currently being in the NFC's seventh playoff spot, the Seattle Seahawks need a win over the Rams next week and a Packers loss to earn a postseason berth. Daniel, how likely is that to happen? I think they'll beat the Rams. This season has gone so so different from what I predicted. What did I predict? <laughs> Three wins, four, four wins. wins. You said four. <laughs> I predicted poopy poop butt butt soup. Instead, yeah. it's been fun to watch before this last stretch. 
where they lost a ton of games. The Packers have won four in a row since starting four and eight, and the Lions won the first meeting 15 to nine, which is disgusting. <laughs> it's a gross football game. <laughs> but the Lions also destroyed their last opponent, the Bears. The Bears. The Bears. Is it? I think it's possible. So you're and telling I me there's a chance. I think it's going to happen. Seahawks are going to make the playoffs. Sadly, though, actually, you know what? Ah, the Jordan Brooks news makes a big uh, influence here because now Cody Barton is going to be your only middle <laughs> linebacker. <laughs> Sticking with NFL playoff scenarios, Justin, the Titans have still, they still have a shot to win the AFC South despite losing their last six games. What? Yeah, they were 7-3. and three. The league's bad. Yeah. Tennessee will face Jacksonville this week for the division crown. <laughs> what are the As chances? As we all that, predicted. What are the chances they can still pull it off? Uh, the Titans stink. Jacksonville's good. Trevor Lawrence is finally looking like the quarterback that he was projected to be, despite having a subpar rookie season. I'm going to say the Titans have sold. They're not going to make the playoffs. You're going to see the Jacksonville Jaguars win the AFC South after starting 4-8. and eight. Wow. College football bowl season has been fairly successful for the Pac-12 conference, including Oregon State's dominant win over an SEC team and Washington's Alamo Bowl victory over Texas. At the time of this show, the Pac-12's only bowl losses are UCLA to Pitt and WSU to Fresno State. Daniel, despite not getting a team into the college football playoff, has this been a good season overall for the Pac-12 Conference? I mean, in the view of me, yes. Not in the <laughs> view of people who do college fo- who only care about college football playoff, right? Because if you don't have somebody in there, then that means your league isn't good enough. But really, all that means is our league's better than yours, top to bottom, and we don't just have patty cakes that you can roll over most of the time and get up for three games a year and make it into the college football playoff like Georgia. Yeah. Well done. Good (laughs) timing, sir. That's the two-minute drill. Andrew's starting the year off with a bang. Nailed it. (laughs) When when does the college football playoff expand? Is it next year or this this coming year or the year after? Yeah, they're expanding it to eight teams? eight teams, I believe, which is a decent number. I'm not gonna. You won't yeah. hear me complaining about about an, a ninth team being left out of the yeah. college playoffs. I like yeah. twelve. I the reason I, I complain like, about twelve either. The reason I like twelve as opposed to eight is then you have tiers of accomplishment. Yeah, because you're everyone's still gonna try to fight for the top four spots because the top four spots get a buy. Exactly. And oh, then everyone point. will fight for the next four spots because then you get to host. Yeah. And then the the bottom eight. I mean, you know, you get twelve exactly. teams in, there's gonna be a lot of good football played. Also, it's not I don't know if it's as true this year as it has been in previous years, but usually there are one or two teams that are way better than everybody. Yep. And if you have four teams not playing in the first round, you avoid all that in Ex- the first round. Exactly. And you can have often I think the fifth best team in the country will be pretty close to the 12th best team in the country and so on and so forth. Yeah. So I think you get better football. You still get that whole teams are playing for something mm-hmm. late in the season. I think it makes for a good regular season and a good play. Yeah. And you get the teams are playing for something at the beginning of the season. Uh, right. So exactly. they are expanding to 12 teams in time for the 24 and 25 seasons. I like it. That's the, the actual announcement. So they are. So not this coming year, but the year after. Uh, yes, I believe that would be the year after this coming year. They will be expanding to 12. Good. Like That's it. a good number. Yeah, I agree. 
I don't think they need to mess with that. Like, I think they will have finally got it right. <laughs> this year is kind of a bummer just because the Pac-12 didn't get their team in. But honestly, I mean, it, you with the four-team format, who would you pick to go in? Like, I guess Utah would have been the best option because they won the Pac-12 championship. Yeah. But they didn't have a dominant team. Oregon tried to gack it up against North Carolina, but then finally figured it out and was like, you know what, North Carolina's not actually that good. And then they beat them. I'm sorry. but Well, they're not actually that good. And also, they they had, like, mass exodus in the transfer portal. So there was, yeah. like, I, I want to say it was, like, eight defensive starters were not playing in that game. I think Oregon should be embarrassed that it was as close as it was. It, really? Yeah, and that they had to make a last-second comeback to yeah. do it. Like, it was crazy. I was watching that game. Still rooting, even though I wanted the Pac-12 to do well since all these teams are bouncing and this has been, like, a pretty good year for the Pac-12 yeah. overall, which is really frustrating. But I was still rooting for Oregon to lose because... They're the Ducks. I think I saw on Twitter that North Carolina football this year is the first team in Division One history to start nine and zero, and then finish zero and five. that's not good. <laughs> it was pretty bad. You know what's crazy? Speaking of the transfer portal, did you see who Oregon State got? Yes, Clems- DJ Uolunga. I don't know how to say. It. I still Lele. Yeah, I don't know how to DJ say his Ukulele. last name. You watch his highlights? You watch his highlights and it's like Mele Kaliki Maka, man. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and what what did I say all year about the Beavers? They didn't have a quarterback. They didn't They're have really a good. They can run the ball. Their defense is good. They don't have a quarterback. Yes. And not only they ran the ball better than I thought they could because they just against the second half against the Ducks, they were like, Hey, you know what we're gonna do? Run. Aren't you gonna pass once? No. <laughs> And they completed a comeback doing that. So now that they have a quarterback who not only is a much better throwing quarterback than we've had, mm-hmm. I've heard that he's had some issues with that. But also, we're losing our, what I call our jackhammer, uh, Coletto, who's our guy who was recruited to be a quarterback, turned into a linebacker, and then comes in to run Tebow so- formations pretty much. <laughs> this dude is a guy that can run like that, too. Yeah. So, where well, I. And he was like. He didn't do well for Clemson this he did, year. He did okay, though, right? But, it, but I think it was that he didn't measure up to the expectation. That's I think it. he's still a good player. He's yeah. highly highly respected, highly thought of, and thought of as like a really high potential guy. And, and he's still got two years left. And he's still got two years left. And also, he has previously played well yeah. in high leverage situations. Well, even this year, you look at his numbers, and it's not bad. Yeah. But it's not clemson expectations right. and they had a hot shot freshman they're like hey let's go with this guy in the last game and he gets to stay in orange like that the color must have been it's a just a win-win-win but win, i think you get win, like win. when you go from like a white and orange to a black and orange it feels stronger oh yeah 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 it's a stronger color scheme absolutely anyway so i'm excited and i think the pac-12 i mean i mean fresno state was really good in their league right like Fresno State was thought of as like one of those teams that I think they ended up losing a game or so, and so that kind of knocked them out from being one of those teams that everybody talked about, like how Boise State always is. But they were really good, and so Wazoo at what like seven and or seven and six or whatever they were six and five, like they squeaked into bowl eligibility. But so they were the, still better than anticipated. Yeah, so the fact that they lost to Fresno State wasn't too big of a surprise. They UCLA, 
Okay, they only lost four. Okay. One, uh, they lost to Oregon State, USC, UConn, and Boise State. Wazoo lost to UConn? No. I'm sorry. I was talking about the Fresno State Bulldogs. Oh. Oh, okay. oh that's more than I thought. Okay. Yeah, yeah that's why I was sorry. <laughs> okay, so it's a little worse than I thought it was. I mean, they lost to Oregon State and USC. Both of those are really good teams, obviously. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> those are both top 15 in the yeah. final rankings. So. Yep. So that one hurts a little bit more. And UCLA I hate because Chip Kelly's there, so. <laughs> you got to be thrilled with where Oregon State landed in the final rankings and in their bowl game by comparison to what you thought this team. Because we talked about it at the beginning yeah. of the year, yep. and you were like, I think this team could be pretty good. Yeah. And they end up being a top 15 team in the nation. Yeah. And proving that they could just ram the ball down Oregon's throat when they wanted to, which is pretty cool. Yeah. And then they get... Okay. Should I be happy that they got Florida and just absolutely demolished them? Or should I be a little upset that they gave us a 6-6 six and six SEC team to just punch in the face repeatedly like... I would. I don't want it. I want. I don't want there to be an example like a I boxing would, match where the other guy sucks. Like would, that's what it was. It's like Cody. Barton. They scored their. <laughs> you have two middle linebackers, but one of one them, of them sucks. sucks. Yeah. <laughs> there was two football teams on the field, but one of them sucked. I think it's and Oregon just, State just repeatedly just punched him in the face, and then you gave literally him a, and figured you gave him a field goal in garbage time to make him feel good that they didn't get shut out. But I was like, why did we get Florida? It's a perfect so example of what you're saying, though, when we or what we're saying, though, when we're saying that the Pac-12 is a really deep conference. Yeah. Like, oh, there, it's a, it's the middle of the road SEC team. That must be so good because the SEC is so good, right? Yeah. No. 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 They're trash. Exactly. If they're yeah. not at the top of the SEC, they're trash. Yeah. Exactly. And I'm glad we treated them like trash. <laughs> we didn't go, oh, you know, mess around. Oh, it's a bowl game. We were distracted this whole week, and it's a close game. We were like, no, you're trash, and we're going to treat you like trash. And we are kind of upset that you got a garbage time field goal, so we didn't get the shutout. Yeah. Because you're a garbage SEC team. <laughs> and I'm also kind of happy that Ohio State lost, but... Also kind of bummed. That's, that that's was, a mixed feelings reaction a, there. That was. <laughs> because I don't like Ohio State, but I also no. like upsets. Well, I was not rooting for Ohio State. I was rooting against Georgia. Yeah. And in the same way that I would root against any SEC powerhouse. Yep. Not any particular uh, ill will towards Georgia. Yeah. But just the SEC powerhouse teams, I always want to see them go down. Exactly. So I was definitely rooting Ohio State, even though I don't like the Buckeyes. What was it? Go, go horn. Is this the horn frog? What? Don't the horn frogs have a weird hand signal or something? Like, because this is like the Texas Longhorns. So I feel like Texas Christian was. <laughs> is it this one? No, not that one. No, that's Wichita State. Okay, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how about them Seahawks? Well, let's. Uh, we're gonna talk Seahawks. No. Oh. And we're going to take a commercial break. Oh. Before we take a commercial break, we need to do my favorite part of the show. Serving questions up on a silver platter where the points are made up and the rules don't matter. Time for Stump. Daniel. Oh, no. Daniel, one question today. <laughs> I don't like one question times. 13 teams in the NFL have been eliminated from playoff contention. Oh, this is a large question. One of those teams 
has the, with being eliminated this year, has extended the NFL's longest current playoff drought. Do you know which team it is? I do. Okay. I feel a little bummed out that I saw this graphic pop up. <laughs> okay. He's been watching. Not been watching. I tuned in at the right time, apparently. <laughs> it is your J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. If I thought got, they were good at the beginning of the year. They were, yeah. What the heck happened? Bad. They're bad. They're they're the Jets. Yeah. That's what it is. They're just bad. They're worse than the Lions, which is shocking. Yeah, that is shocking. But also the Jets are bad. How do you know that you're bad? You're worse than the Lions. Yeah, fair. That's good. That's like the Mendoza line. Yeah. Yeah. The Jets are the Mariners <laughs> of football. The Jets have not made the playoffs <laughs> since 2010. It is the longest active drought in the NFL. They were forced out of playoff contention by your Seattle Seahawks. Take it. With a what felt like it was a pretty dominant oh, win. It was so dominant. It's not that the Jets weren't able to move the ball. Yeah. But every time they moved the ball, the Seahawks would take it away. Exactly. <laughs> they were like, this is mine now. <laughs> so anyway, that was the quick stump Daniel and Daniel you won. Winning one question. If you if you got that correct at home, congratulate yourself. Pat yourself on the back. You watched the Seahawks game this weekend. Yeah, and uh, you remembered <laughs> something that popped up on the screen. Yeah, as did I. And uh, <laughs> that's all we have for Stump Daniel this week. It is brought to you by the law office of Jeffrey A. Domashevitz. What's the and A stand for? No relation. Gotcha. Hmm. We did that backwards. Let's <laughs> yeah. try again. It's brought to you by the law office of Jeffrey A. Domashevitz. No relation. What's the A stand for? And uh, we are going to do <laughs> a little bit of Seahawk talk to close out this Northwest Sports Podcast. Yes. But first, let's have a quick word from our sponsors. Do you have a legal situation and need someone on your side? Yes. Let the law office of Jeffrey A. Domashevitz be your advocate. If you've been the victim of medical malpractice, suffered a personal injury, or need representation with real estate law, small business law, or estate planning, let Jeff Domashevitz put his 29 years of experience to work for you. Call Jeff Domashevitz today at 360-612-3991 or visit domashevitzlaw.com. That's D-A-M-A-S-I-E-W-I-C-Z-L-A-W.com. Thank you again to our sponsors, the law office of Jeffrey A. Domashevitz and Oli Penn Real Estate. Wow, we are really getting some good RF from our phones today. You, you notice that? Yeah. Like, really solid. Like, every now and then just jumps out and grabs you. Yeah, it does. And I can't really tell where it's coming from. So yeah. if you are listening to our podcast and you are hearing that MF, I apologize. MF? Yeah. I just decided to change it. Okay. You called it RF. Yes. I'm pretty sure that's what it is. I decided to MF it. <laughs> um, so if you're hearing that, I apologize. I understand it's yeah. a little unpleasant. We will try to keep it to a minimum. Yep. Do the best we can. And uh, we, we got to talk about something that I think is a big deal. The yeah. Seahawks won. Yeah. They kept playoff hopes alive. Absolutely. Yet somehow I'm struggling to like really, really care. I'm tr so this is where we've kind of been, I think, in the mm -hmm. same place yeah. for a lot of this football season. We entered the season with so little expectation yep. <laughs> that where normally we would be putting together charts and graphs about who was going to make the 53-man roster and who was going to be cut yep. and paying super close attention to where we would know every player all the time, no matter what. Yeah, There's been several times this year that a guy makes a play especially on the defensive side, 
and one of my kids will be like, who's that? <laughs> and I'll say, I don't know, which never would have happened in the previous couple of years. Right. So we are not locked in. No. Like we have been. That's true. But this was a big win. It was. And they played well. Yeah. And I like to see that the defense played, stepped up and played well. Um. Wow, that's weird. What is? Oh, I was looking at the wrong Fant. Because I think... <laughs> Weren't there brothers playing? I don't think they're brothers. Oh, I, but, I heard somebody say they were, but, but I could be wrong. The Seahawks have the tight end Fant, and the Jets have the Fant that used to play for us on the offensive line who came up as a basketball player. And I was looking at the Seahawks stats, and it said that he had you know three targets, two receptions, 40 yards. And I was like, wow. Yeah. I didn't know they threw to an offensive lineman that many times, but I was looking at the wrong team. <laughs> so, yeah, this team is seems weird, right? Because we all come into it with the low expectations of a rebuilding year. Yeah. So we're pretty excited that they're 8-8 eight and eight right now. Yeah. Could you imagine if they were 8-8 eight and eight last year? I mean, weren't they about that? Yeah, I think didn't they finish 9-7. and seven? We were yeah. ticked off. And now we're like, eight and eight, they got a chance to make the playoffs if somebody loses and we win. Yeah, it's all about expectation. All about expectation. Well, we, we sat down before the season started, and we all tried to guess how many games they were going to win. Daniel, you said four. I was not optimistic. I said six. Andrew was the optimist, and he said seven. Yeah. I, pr- I, I was price writing. Well, you won. Yeah. Yeah. Congratulations. Brand I new mean, car. I think we all saw that coming. Brand yeah. new car. So they're, they <laughs> or a already. washing machine. <laughs> Even if they don't make the playoffs and if they don't win the, against the Rams this week, they have already exceeded all of our expectations. And they've shown that they have talent go, going into a draft where they are going to have massive draft capital, mm-hmm. which is exciting. And they just had a really good draft. Yeah. So you had they had a really good draft, and now they're going to have really good picks in this next draft because they also have the Broncos picks, yeah. and the Broncos ended up being terrible. Absolutely. Can I say that I really hope they draft a middle linebacker? Hi. Because I would like to see a, a first two-round yeah. middle linebacker. I don't linebacker. feel like middle linebackers go that high. It's Probably usually not. If it's a defensive player, it's usually either a defensive lineman or an edge rusher. Yeah. What do you mean by I guess that? Corners, high. corners, too. Well, like the Seahawks are going to have a top five pick. Right, right, right. He, okay. He, he, Andrew first was first overall. I was saying I need to see a. I was saying I need to see a middle linebacker in the first oh, like two okay. rounds. Yes. Two rounds. Yeah, yeah. 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 But so, you're right. I don't think middle linebackers usually like a ballpark good no. of where they would where they picked Brooks or Wagner. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so yeah. Brooks just tore his ACL. Yeah. He'll probably not be back until. I mean, ACL recoveries are super fast now compared to what they are. Yeah. But I would and assume. Sometimes you can just play through them. <laughs> we'll get to that later. <laughs> I see you, Kale. Yeah. Um, we will probably not see Jordan Brooks back until at least partway through the season next year. And there's a good chance to that he won't be quite the same guy until late in the season or the year after. Cody Barton's bad. And you, they play kind of two middle linebackers at the moment. So they need another middle linebacker. Barton did make a really good play to blow up a screen. What? He took on, in this game, there was a play where <laughs> he took on two blockers and got around the two blockers 
and force the screen back inside where his teammates got a TFL. That was pretty cool. That, good for him. But I think it was the only good thing I saw him do. All I can say, everything I've heard, Cody Barton seems like a good dude. He did have six tackles. Yeah. Second on the team to Tariq Woolen. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Why is a corner leading you in tackles? That's weird. I mean, because it's not like their defense played bad. No, their defense played well. So that's weird that Woolen had four solo tackles and led him with seven. It's a little odd. It was a weird I guess statistical. I'd assume it. When did Brooks go out? That's what I was... I mean, it had to be fairly early. He only had four tackles, and normally he's got like 16. Andrew, do you remember when Brooks went out? I do not. I don't either, but I, I, I would imagine he would be leading the team in tackles if he had not gone out. Yeah. So, I don't know. I mainly bring up Barton, not because it's a major problem with this team that's not actually very good, but has a chance to make the playoffs. I just bring it up because I know that Ian and Ian will get upset. Yeah. He, he likes to say that we rag on Cody Barton because he suffers from not being Joel DeBlanco. Yes. Yeah. But, you know, now with <laughs> Jordan I Brooks hurt, they need to sign Joel DeBlanco. True. And but then I, they can have... In an honest moment, I think we can admit that there's an element of that. But it's oh, also... Yeah. It doesn't affect the way that I watch Cody Barton and think he's bad. <sighs> yeah. Like, if I... See, I, when I watch Seahawks games and when I watch their defense, I find myself only watching Cody Barton. Yeah. And then going, wow, that was bad. After every play. That's not me not knowing how to watch football. I mean, there's some of it where I don't know everything that's going on. But if I then start watching Jordan Brooks, I don't think, oh, that was bad after every play. I don't know. Anyway. Did you think it was interesting? Day one, there's no reason for me. How about we talk about Kenneth Walker, who's an absolute freak show. It actually leads perfectly into what I was going to ask you. you. Did you think it was interesting to watch two teams play against each other who could either team could potentially have both rookies of the year. Yeah. Because the top two in my, in my eyes, the top two offensive rookies of the year are Kenneth Walker and the uh, Jets receiver Garrett Wilson. Is that right? I think so. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Um, who's Ooh. having a phenomenal year and he went over a thousand yards on the season as a rookie, which yep. is really impressive. Kenneth Walker is having a phenomenal year and he scored more than twice as many touchdowns. So, I mean, if that's a factor. Yeah. But also on the other side of the ball, you have Tariq Woolen and you have Sauce Gardner. And, and I, one of them's name is Sauce. Well, one of them's name is Sauce. He is was that really his name? And or? the no, other one I, is the best defensive rookie in the league. But, there you but go. It, so here's my thought on this because I talked with my sons about this a lot because they are beside themselves that Tariq Woolen doesn't get like all of the national attention like yeah. Sauce does. Yeah. Sauce was a first round pick from a college football playoff team. Yep. And he plays in New York. Yep. And he's really good. Yep. But he doesn't have the picks. Like, he doesn't have the turnovers forced like Tariq Woolen does. Yeah. And if you go back and, like, you dig into things like, you know, Tariq Woolen has, what does he have, five picks, six picks, something like that. He's also got a couple fumble recoveries. Yeah. Um, but he's allowed five touchdowns. Sauce Gardner has, he leads the league in passes defensed. He only has a couple picks, yeah. but he's allowed zero touchdowns. Mm. And he also had the really high-profile game where he held Justin Jefferson, who's been torching everybody all year, to like 60 yards. Except for this last week, Packers held him to not much, too. Right. So I think like the, it's a really it's a contrast with those two guys. Like yeah. do you do you take the guy with the four two speed 
who forces the turnovers and makes all the great plays, or do you take like the lockdown Darrell Revis type player? And I think that Sauce Gardner gets buoyed <laughs> by the fact that he plays in New York and he was a first round pick. Yeah. And the style of football that they ask him to play, right? Right. It's a tough one. The no touchdowns. Yeah. That that's a big deal. That's a big deal. And he's gone up against some pretty good opposition. Yeah. I think that one's a toss up. I think if they pick anybody but Kenneth Walker for the offensive rookie of the year, they're idiots. I agree. The fact that Walker missed a couple games hurts, but his stats are still there. Like he's so at good. around a, he's at around a thousand uh, yards from scrimmage. I know that, and I'm pretty sure he has nine touchdowns. He buoyed my fantasy team. There you go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fantasy, by the way, didn't go well for me this last couple of weeks. Yeah, this yeah. is about the time of year that it starts to go bad for a lot of people. Yep. I did make it to the championship game though did in you? our league. Yeah. No, I did not win. Yeah, but, but I mean, there's it's not over yet. You finished if in my, second. I finished in third. Yeah. If my kicker goes off and Joe Burrow and Taj Boyd and McPherson all get hurt in the first quarter, then I got a chance. So I have a question a for chance. you that's fantasy football related, and maybe we'll close the show with this. Okay. The Northwest portion of the show. The Northwest portion of the show. I, I'm in a league this year that is... Uh, it's my Tar Heels group chat decided to put a couple of leagues together. Right. So there was like a big money league where people paid like 100 bucks to be in it. And then yeah. there was a smaller one where it's like everybody throw in 20, winner take all, whatever. Yeah. So the rules in this league, like the roster spots are kind of weird. Like there's two flexes, which I guess I've played a little bit with, but that's kind of a, the some of the point scoring is a little different from what I'm used to. Yeah. But I've managed to fight my way through this. I'm in the championship game. This is a 12 team league. Okay. They split it into two divisions. Right. The top two teams from each division, regardless of record, make the playoffs. Okay. One plays two, one plays two. Gotcha. But here's the weird part. The playoff round, since there's only four teams, you only have two rounds. Right. They are two weeks long, and it extends into week 18. Ugh. So week 15 and 16 was my first playoff matchup, and this week Wait, is the it's first two week weeks of my playoff. at play- a time? Yeah. So this is where it benefited me. What? Because this in sounds my like last- baseball. This is why I can't get into baseball fantasy, because the games are constantly happening. It's total points, right? So it's not like wins one week over the other. Because in my first playoff round matchup, I was losing by 50 after the first week. Okay. And then I came back and won in the second week. <laughs> what? So now I'm in the championship That would have worked well for me, actually, in our other leagues. Because think about the decisions that happened right. for me. Exactly. Yeah. So the now I'm in a league. Shut up. I'm, in, <laughs> I'm in a championship round. <laughs> I'm in a championship round. Way to distance yourself there. <laughs> It's like you're in an organization and you push the blame off to somebody else, yeah. but really it's just you. Yep. yep. Um, <laughs> some of the decisions that were made were questionable. Yes. Uh, but Denver's defense being one of them. I don't understand how that was questionable. Like, going into it that way. Anyway, we're not going to get sidetracked yeah. by that. I just wanted to discuss with you that I now have a championship game with money on the line that I will be, I'll go into it with at least a 40-point lead. But I'm going into week 18 where it's like 
how many guys are going to have something to play for, how yeah. many teams are going to get up or down early and then rest their best players in the second half. Yep. And I'm, I'm stressing out about it. Understandable. Any advice? Uh, Start Minshew. Do you have... Is Minshew... How did that go, by the way? Has has Philadelphia? Did they Phil- didn't win. They lost That's both of their games. Sure. I don't the know first how game he, he the first game that he played two weeks ago he he passed for almost four hundred yards, but he did turn the ball over a few times. Okay. And then this past week his stats weren't quite quite as great. And then they lost again. Okay. I would say that you need to if you have younger players. One of the the biggest regret I have from this week was I didn't play Isaiah Hodgins. A, he's a beaver, but also he's been coming on at the end of the season for the Giants. Mm-hmm. But I, when you have Lockett and Metcalf, you play Lockett and Metcalf. How did Lockett and Metcalf do? They combined for one point. Boy. Brutal. L- Hodgins had 10. Decisions were made. Yeah. Didn't work out well. Mm-hmm. So I would say if you have players who you think might have things to play for, even if they're on bad teams, then that might be a way to go. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's a tough. That's a toughie. Uh, who does Hodgins play for? The Giants. Okay. And he's been the last like four games. He's really come on. And if you watched him in college, you'd be shocked that it took him this long to get his opportunity. Because he was, you know, how Oregon State had that string of like years where they weren't very good, but they had one receiver who was just ridiculous. He was one of those guys. So I would. I'd recommend going and grabbing him if you could for the last week. So Rob has texted me and said that the two-week semi and two-week final is more common in fantasy football than I think. And you know is what? Is it really interesting? Rob, you are older than me, old guy. <laughs> and uh, I will assume that you know more than I do about this. But I've been playing fantasy football for 20 years. And I've never seen it before. Yeah. How many different leagues have, have you, you actually played yeah. in, though? That's a good question. A kind of a lot, actually, because oh, really? like, okay. you know how it pops up where like you have different friend groups that are like, "Hey, do you want to play in this league? Yeah. Hey, do you want to play?" In-? So like you play in them for a you year, don't say no, or two, and then some some years you'll have five teams. Yeah. Okay. So I feel like I've played in a lot. Because okay. I've because I, I haven't mean, played in many. Yeah. Same here. Like, well, we've I, I you know we've had our one league. or two. We teams. need someone. We do you do you think we should do an expansion draft on our keeper league so we can get Andrew and Peyton in? Yes. I think we need to. I am the commissioner, so I can sort of do whatever I want. Is there anybody that you want to kick out of the league? Should uh, we kick out my brother? <laughs> There's several people I'd like to kick out of the league. Should we just kick out my brother? Um, and has Isaac ever no. won? <laughs> I'm, I'm throwing Isaac under the bus. Has Isaac ever won? I believe Isaac won. The league or a game? The league. Isaac won <laughs> like one of the first couple. Gotcha. Because... My and dad. I love Isaac. I would be sad to see him go because he's yeah, an you're easy trying win. to kick him out of our keeper league that we've been doing <laughs> together busy for twenty trying years. Trying to claim the basement for himself. <laughs> so maybe just an expansion. Maybe just an expansion is what we need. Yeah, because okay. we in the history of this league, we've only ever had one person leave, and then you, and then I was you the took replacement that spot, yep. Daniel. Yep. That was pretty early on. So was, now this is like that was like second or third year. Yeah. So yeah. We, so we've we've had the same ten teams in this league for like the better part of twenty years. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. And now you're trying to kick out the guy who was the best man at my wedding. <laughs> <laughs> Whom I love. Whom I love. You're right. And I are probably, related to. I probably shouldn't. Oh, wait, was Jimmy your best man or Isaac? No, Isaac was. Oh, Isaac I'm sorry. was. Yeah. Jimmy was probably in it though, he was wasn't he? Yeah. yeah. Actually, you know what's funny? 
I was my wedding was so long ago, and I was, was a so long time young. Ago. Yeah, because I was only nineteen when I got married, and I'm old as shit now. Sorry, <laughs> old as crap. Oh, old Justin PG thirteen rating. I'm old as crap now. I apologize. That was Francis says me. the assumption that anyone knows more than Shami could be applied to just about anything <laughs> except North Carolina. But the funny thing is, <laughs> I was having a conversation with my wife about our wedding the other day, yeah. and I couldn't remember who all my groomsmen were. Uh oh. <laughs> because I was like, I you probably so have young. It was so well, long ago. Part of it is because like a lot of the, I'm still friends with everybody. That, yeah. But it, a lot of it, I've lost contact with some of these people. And at that time there could have been, you know, I was 19 years old. There could have been like 20 different guys yeah. that I could have, you know, picked my six or seven groomsmen or however many I had, which I don't remember. Oh no. And I was trying to look for <laughs> wedding photos so I could remember who was in my part, my bridal party. Yes. Is it still a bridal party if it's the groom side? Groomal party? Groomal party? I think the bridal party oh, sh- is both the bride and groom's people. Well, I think that's you're sexist. Right. <laughs> but I was trying to remember who was in my groomal party, and I couldn't. Yeah. <laughs> well, so. neither Andrew or I were in it. <laughs> well, you were a baby. I was. You were like 16 years old <laughs> that's true. when if that, I got married. If, if yeah. That. If that. I remember, didn't you like throw footballs to your groomal party when they came in? Yes. Yeah. yeah, I do remember that. I don't remember who everybody was. I could definitely tell you who a few of them were, but yeah. I don't remember everyone. You and I have been in two weddings together, though. What, Jimmy's wedding and my wedding. Your wedding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know where you were on the list, uh, like the lineup for my brothers. But Second, I, I think I was after. I think I was immediately after. I'm glad you, you were that early. Yeah. I don't know why you did what you did, but you, that was your fault. <laughs> <laughs> so explain it. You were the f- that so it was your fault. Am I the least likely person to have done this? Probably. Because I hate things that are yucky. Yeah. You oh, and the person that's a good point. You and the guy who was second to last. Yeah. But both of you did it. Yeah. So when I <laughs> Quick story time. So I, you know, when you're the best man, you try and come up with a little gag to do at some point during the wedding, whatever. Mine for my brother was instead of giving him the real ring, I gave him a ring pop. Yeah. But I couldn't get the wrapper off of the ring pop and without my teeth. So I ended up ripping it off and then popping it in my mouth. Yeah. Maybe it's Jimmy's fault. (laughs) I'm happy with any blame that's not me. Wait, did I give it to Jimmy first or you first? No, you, you gave it to Jimmy, and then it worked its way down the line after that. Yeah, so then I popped it in my mouth, and then I gave it to Jimmy, and for some disgusting reason, he popped it in his mouth, and then you asked for it, and you popped it in your mouth, and it went down the he line. He left out. Every single groomsman, there was like seven or eight groomsmen, and every single one of them popped it in their mouth. I remember that vividly. It was possibly the greatest wedding. It was really funny. Been present for. It was hilarious. It was hilarious. You don't know how grateful I am that I was the first person. I'm pretty sure the last person walked down back down the aisle with it in his mouth. You're right, Jordan. Jordan Bachelor. Uh, and he also, he was the last groomsman, but there was an extra bridesmaid. So he kept it the whole time. <laughs> yes, and then he right. walked up, popped it in his mouth, and then walked two bridesmaids down the aisle. It was a baller move. Super baller. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we I have, 
I would imagine my mindset in that moment was something like, this is, because it was just you, you two. It was just you and Jimmy. Yeah. When I got it. Yep. So I was like, I've shared so many drinks with these guys. Yeah. Like how many times have I had a soda and Jimmy or Daniel takes a sip and then I drink it? Yeah. What's the difference? Yeah, exactly. A little, little ring pop action. <laughs> Just pass it down the line and let everybody else suffer from our germs. Everybody else suffered for it. That's for sure. Oh my Because gosh. at that like the further it goes down the line, if you choose to be the guy that didn't do it. Oh, you the look peer like, pressure. Yeah. The peer pressure is yeah. insane. And I wasn't planning on that happening at all. <laughs> Real quick digression, what happened at my wedding was right before the first kiss, <laughs> both Andrew and his brother were in my groomal, groomal party, uh-huh. and I was marrying their sister. Yeah. So right before the first kiss, they both ran up and grabbed me yeah. and like ripped me away. That was pretty good. That was a, that was a that good was one. That was a pretty too. good one. Yeah. I had to like fight my way back through <laughs> the groomsmen. Yeah, I think we're like, are we at the point now where we're kind of done being in weddings? How many more weddings do we have? Dude, I was in one this year and I thought I was done being in weddings. Yeah. Well, you are the youngest of us. Yeah. Oh, that's true. But I was in honored, quite honored. I was another best man. I was like, still pulling best man status. (laughs) I feel like you earn it. Like (laughs) you're best man material. Yeah. 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 I give you that. And then I also MC. See, if you ask me to be in your wedding, you're not only getting a groomsman, you're getting a built-in that's MC true. for the reception. I always tell people, if you want me to, you want to give me a microphone, that's fine, but it's going to be hard to get it away. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just saying. Exactly. <laughs> Is that it no, for no our No one wants to give you a microphone, Justin. <laughs> I don't know where this show went. We had to buy this one ourselves. I think we're, ra- we're wrapping it up for the... For the uh, yes. Uh, yeah. For the, we're wrapping up the Northwest pod. So if you're listening and you're interested in our local sports coverage stay where you are yeah because we're gonna take a quick five minute break finally get to the stuff you want to know about not our weddings and if you're on the youtubes you can stay on the youtubes and we're gonna come right back um but i'm justin domashevitz daniel hargrove is here with us producer andrew gross is here with us as well this is the scrimmage it's brought to you by Oli pen real estate and the law office of jeffrey a domashevitz thank you for listening and stay where you are